Welcome to the live Diadem podcast. Today is Monday, July 16th. The college football countdown clock reads 47 days, and we're happy to talk with you guys today. So we're going to get right into it and try and keep moving this along fast. Company update, we don't have a lot. I am working on a uh, small variation of the game that will be Excel-based, Google Sheets-based, that we can invite a small group of beta testers to. So that's uh, very limited. That might be uh, kind of fun, so be on the lookout for that. All right, let's get into headlines from the last week, and we will start with the World Cup. We've got three games to catch up on. I guess I'll kick it off and admit that football didn't, find its way home it didn't make its way home um england lost in their semi-final game against croatia two to one in extra time england started the game by scoring within it might have been like a sixth minute goal maybe the fourth fourth minute. fourth minute goal very early the excitement was was at an all-time level and they managed to just kind of tire out at the end of the game. Um, they really did look – they played really, really well. You could tell they were playing with a lot of heart. But I did feel like they were just very, very tired. I mean, they looked like me back when I used to play soccer. Like, I, I, you kicked me the ball, and I just let it sit in my feet. I can't even kick it away. I was going to say, uh, uh, before you just, like, said it, I mean, after the four minutes, you were like, no, like, Croatia's owning this game. I mean, they, they had the entire game. And I don't want to step on England too much, but it, it did have that feeling of Wisconsin football where they were right there. They were at the semis. They were at the Big East Conference or the Big Ten Conference tournament game against Ohio State, and they could smell the national championship. And they had all the credentials met. They had everything met, and it was coming home. And then it was just ripped from them in the 110th minute. And honestly, I feel so bad about it. Like, that was such a great England team. I mean, you can discuss whether the talent that they played against was really strong or not. Croatia, I don't know what they had. They were just Energizer Bunnies just playing like crazy. They played like an extra game and a half. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah, they won like all – they won – they went into extra time three times and won all three extra time games. So they really, really did have the stamina to last. Um, I don't regret it all jumping on the English bandwagon. No. It was a really fun ride. I, I absolutely loved it. I can't, you know, I can't defeat just getting drawn in by, by all that passion. Um, the other semifinal game was France versus Belgium. And I don't know if you watched this game. I did. And this is one of those games. I know big cat on, PMT said this he was like it was one of those first halves where it was low scoring and there were it was still exciting and I oh my gosh couldn't agree more I mean in the first half it could have been you know it could have been like three three or something like that well that that was my takeaway from the game was just Belgium just couldn't I they had every opportunity to take this game along with France I mean France had opportunities too was I mean, that was, the, that was the final, I think, that everybody was looking or expecting to see really in the semis. I mean, yeah. those were probably the two best teams was Belgium and France. I mean, France is just unbelievable. They had, I don't know if you heard, this 19-year-old. Um, oh, he was only 19 years old? I didn't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I, I, was, I was playing a drinking game on scene just, like on, just how many times they would say it. And I, I counted nine. I mean, yeah. it was unbelievable. I believe that. 
Um, he, the French goalkeeper too, had a lot of really cool saves. He had an enormous time oh. to his right that saved the goal. Loris, Loris, no. unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable game by him. Was a really good game. French and France ended up on top, and that leads us to the finals, which was France versus Croatia. And it was in the last six World Cup games. I don't think any of them. Oh, you know what? I think for the last time France won, they beat. Uh, Germany by three, or they beat Brazil three to nothing. So there are three goals by one team in that game. This game had That's, four to yeah. two. And it, so a six goal World Cup final. I mean, it was super cool, super fun to watch. It got out of hand a little bit, but I mean, everyone was playing really well. It was really fun to watch. What'd you think? I mean, I'd say up until the uh, 70th minute, where I mean, the great transition to Hugo Loris. I mean, giving up probably, I mean, making probably the biggest mistake of his life. What a great, what Need a great to time to make what it. happened. So the ball's being played back to the goalie, Hugo Loris, and he goes to play it off to a defender. And uh, one of the itches from Croatia, yeah, <laughs> the last name just end in itch, uh, Persevic, maybe. Um, just kind of was in the way, deflected it right in. Great. I mean, great play by him. But uh, right up until that point, you kind of, like, had that feeling of, like, oh, my God, like, maybe Croatia. I don't know. They've lived this long. Maybe they can find yeah, another way. But, like, they, then you, you take a look at it, and you've got 20 minutes left for two goals in soccer. That's so hard to do. Very play. tough. It's not impossible, but you're right. The goalkeeper tried to get fancy with it. They're up four to one. He was too comfortable. Tried to switch feet to kick it out left. Goal goes in, and we kind of all looked at each other with 20 minutes left. Like, hey, if you score a goal in the next 10 minutes, then... Exactly. Then... So, it was, it was a fun game to watch. Great game. So, congratulations to the, the French team. I'm hearing a lot of, you know, well-deserved that they were the best team. So good for them. Croatia, the second, they were the second smallest country to ever appear in the finals at 4 million people. So that's really, really cool. All right. Along with the headlines, Wimbledon just finished up. Uh, Two notes here. So we'll talk about two of essentially the longest games in almost their history. So Anderson and Isner played in, do you know how long that match lasted? I believe close to seven hours. I watched the last three hours of it. Um, it was that's what the Wimbledon needed to oh get people gosh. back into it. I, I think if if Isner wins that, maybe there's a little more hype going into uh, the final with you know USA having a part in it. I never thought it was really going to happen. Both guys just really not breaking serve, but Isner looking weaker. Um, mm-hmm. But just having that back and forth, that every – it's like uh, the World Series in baseball where every single pitch matters mm-hmm. and anything can happen. It's, that's the same way that Wendell, Wimbledon set up with you have to win. Like you have to win in the fifth set by two games. There's no like – oh, win two balls and, like, win in overtime or whatever. Yeah. Whatever they have. I almost don't even want to comment on the physical, like, specimen that you have to be to survive that. Like, I'd almost get exhausted just thinking about how much running there is involved in that, like, full-on sprinting the whole time. Um, Absolutely ridiculous. So they had a super long match. The other semifinal game was Novak Djokovic versus Rafa Nadal. 
And that also was, you know, a really long match went over five hours. Apparently that was, I think that was the second longest. So those were literally the first longest and second longest um, matches. Wait, was the, Anderson I think no, they were there. So they were like top five for sure. But Isner actually was a part of, I believe the longest one, which was in like, like an, I don't think that was a semifinal match. Oh, so if we're talking semifinals, I believe that's one and two. Isner yeah. was a part of that 11 hour match that right. again, like it brings, it brings you in, you're getting updates on your phone. Like this game has been played over nine hours. Like mm-hmm. you're like, all right, I'll watch. Like, I mean, it was great for Wimbledon because I think people got an attention, but once it came down to Anderson versus Djokovic for the final, I don't think people were too yeah. scared that Anderson was going to make anything of it. No, I mean, he had a hell of a tournament. And I'm pretty sure he's damn happy to be, like, in his second major title, like, final. I mean, great job. Be on the same court as Djokovic. Djokovic, exactly, exactly. Well, so Djokovic won the first two sets six to two, and then he, you know, it was close in the third set. But Mm -hmm. great job for uh, Novak Djokovic. Um, Yeah, he went on to win his fourth Wimbledon. Um, And that's really, I don't really have much um, Mm -hmm. on that. So, So good luck, good Good on you. Last headline. This is looking forward. We've got the Open tournament in Europe, the golf tournament. The is this the third major of the year? Third major. Uh, uh, can you pronounce the course name? No, I cannot. I'll call the the course the British Open course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but I'll call it the Open. Carnegie. Uh, yeah. So uh, apparently, it's super dry, but the greens are fresh. Uh, kind of like any cheap golf course that you go to right now. Uh, you know, your drive's just going to roll forever, uh, but the greens are super tough, which is awesome. Very excited about that. The ball's moving faster on the fairways than it is on the green. Yes. Yeah, which is amazing. Very excited about that. That That is going to make the competition a lot tighter, especially for the shorter hitting, uh, shorter driving golfers. Um, one in particular, Brent Snedeker, who is a oh, daredevil on the greens. Mike's I'm not nice going to say, man. I'm not going to say that I've got some cheddar in this, but I would take, I would keep an eye on Brent Snedeker, possibly Charlie Hoffman, who's able to really keep it in the, uh, in the fairway. Um, another guy I'm looking at kind of deep in the pack is Shane Lowry, who's, uh, a little wild off the tee, but, um, I, I think he, he could really make a push there, but it, it, it should be a really fun, probably low-scoring open. Very excited about it. All right. Well, my money is obviously all on Tiger. Uh, goat alerts are going to be going off all weekend. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. Get, let's get to our, our newest segment. We're going to call it the market. It's uh, based off the stock market. This is what we're buying and selling. I'm buying something. This week. We need a bell. We need a bell. Like the, it's open and then it's the, the Kramer like slamming on buttons yeah. and like cat like yeah. bowls run across the screen. Exactly. All right, we'll slam on that one. Insert that clip here. I'm buying walk-off errors. So we're talking baseball here. And the other day, the Houston Astros, I don't even know who they're playing. We should do better research on this in the future. But anyway, it's a tie game. I believe it's in the 11th inning. And bases are loaded. There's a guy up to the mound. He swings and he hits the ball. It 
there's a lot of spin on the ball. So it goes out of bounds and then it rolls back in bounds. The catcher tries to pick up the ball, tag the, the batter, and then throw to first, throws, misses the first baseman, and the guy on third base just walks in for a walk-off error. Um, and that's really it. I guess you just call it a walk-off error. I don't know if there's – they need like a, a fancy term for that. Yeah, walk-off errors are great. Walk-off walks are amazing. I mean, those, those times where you just kind of laugh and you're like, wow, you just suck. Like, like I could literally <laughs> have scored that run, I guess. Like all you had to do was make the – like throw a strike and you have a better chance of winning that game, yeah. you know? And yeah, you, just, awesome. you just can't. It's yeah. pretty great. Pretty so, good. All right, are you buying or selling anything? So I'm, I'm selling. We'll, we'll stick to baseball. I'm selling the Home Run Derby, which is tonight, the July 16th. In Washington, um, D.C. In Washington, D.C., I'm absolutely selling it. It is probably one of the dumbest things ever. I mean, it's the – like, I guess it's the best thing about the baseball, like, all-star week mm-hmm. but it's just pointless these guys are throwing softballs up and and half these batters can't get every ball out of the park i just don't understand like you're literally getting strikes exactly where you want them and you can't hit every single one out of the park these games should be literally like cricket 200 to like 300 like home runs you should just constantly be just hitting home runs. And these guys win, like, with 34 home runs. It's ridiculous. I want dingers all day, jacks out of the park. I, I, want, it, I want there to be the – I only want the home run derby to be at a stadium that's next to a river so that we can just watch the balls land into the river and you've got guys in kayaks, like, yeah. punching each other to get the balls. Exactly. That's the best part is the people fighting over the balls. But, like, the home run derby itself is trash. Yeah, I agree. All right, you've got an admit it. I've got an admit it, and it hurts. And I'm and I just saw it. It's uh, during the NBA summer league. Um, LA played. I want to say, well, I don't know. Who cares? LA, the LA Lakers were playing in the summer league, and LeBron James was courtside for it, and he's wearing these LA Lakers shorts. Repping his team. I mean, with, with the Lakers, Lakers in the his, front. Across his crotch. Ty Lue's hugging them. I mean, I got to admit it. I miss, I miss LeBron. <laughs> like, I miss I him so you, much. I thought you were going to go no. admit it. You're going to be a Lakers fan. No. And I would have met you halfway <laughs> and said that I am absolutely – turning on my alerts on my sports apps for like a LeBron updates, because I'm definitely watching Lakers. games. Now. You won't have it. It'll, it'll happen. LeBron. It'll happen anyways with ESPN, but Oh my God. I, I saw Tyloo hug him and then LeBron's covering his mouth. Cause you know, he's saying like some good thing and like, it just hurts. I miss I, the controversy around LeBron. I miss like, you know, him, like, just saying, like, you know, covering his mouth. Being passive-aggressive to his team. Passive-aggressiveness, but it was with my team. It was with my team. And now I don't have it. And he's in L.A. And he was wearing the yellow and purple. And it it got a little real. Would it – would you feel better if I bought you a Lakers hat? No. No. Okay. All right. I will still wear my LeBron jersey for sure. 
Well, we'll, we'll revisit, keep revisiting our LeBron fandom. All right, best and worst things we saw this week. Well, this is actually a bet. The sex segment is called Best Things We Saw This Week. I'll just kick it off. I have the worst thing I saw this week. Things it, you saw this week. That's things, new segment, things you saw this week. I saw this thing, and it's, again, sorry to bash everyone with our beloved Cleveland sports, but the Cleveland Indians, again, sticking with baseball, were up four to nothing in the ninth inning. People who aren't familiar with baseball, the ninth inning is actually the last inning. So the game is almost over. They're like, you know, about to win the game. And they called in the wrong pitcher. They used code names to call in the pitchers. They had said the initials. The pitching team heard the wrong pitcher. Instead of putting someone in who's really good against left-handed hitters, they put in someone who's really bad against left-handed hitters. The guy jacks a three-run home run, and the Indians lose the game. They give up seven innings in the ninth inning. And that is easily the worst thing I saw this week. It was terrible. I mean, I, you just go, like, let's just go to the bare bones of it. That baseball is still uses landlines to talk to their bullpen. It, like, I mean, get a Microsoft Surface in there. And so that you can That's click man. a guy's face. Like, click a guy's face. And so I know for sure I'm writing this. This is the person I want. Text message, like, you could quick autocorrect that. Like, I, I just can't believe we're using others. I mean, so it's Oliver Perez and Otero were the guys, and right. it's their nicknames are OP and OT. And they, I mean, just oh my god, it killed me. I will uh, just like humble brag right Do now. Do you agree that's the worst thing you saw this week? That was the worst thing I saw. Um, I will humble brag though that the past six tribe games that i've been to they've won by at least five runs so i'll uh we'll start a gofundme so i yeah. can get to more what tribe are you games. doing tonight get to the game dude. yeah right no it's the all it's the home run derby oh but yeah i'll be back i'll be, I'll all be right. back what's all the right. best thing you saw this week so the best thing i saw i'm gonna uh i'm just you know i gotta i know i know i'll make it quick but i won't I'll make it under 20. I'm giving, I'm giving the mic. We yeah. want to wrap it up signal. Exactly. That's uh, good. Let's do that though. Just for context. Do that. I like that. So the best thing I saw was um, the second tour of India versus England cricket. It's the ODIs, the one day internationals. Uh, and right now it's tied one-to-one India versus England. Uh, I'll talk about the last game where England won dominated India, got quick wickets, really exciting to see, you know, England's like bowlers to really get out these dominant batsmen and shut them down down and root in England. Just absolutely. I mean, he, he, he played it tremendous, just got under a century, I believe, but tomorrow at 7 30 AM is the third match. Uh, Both teams are treating it like a world cup final game. It's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm psyched. Kept it, under, kept it under a minute. That's great. Well, final words here for me. I entered the Masters ticket lottery. I was telling Mike that I haven't gotten my email yet, so I'm still technically – Oh, my God. Mike is very jealous, very excited. He's showing me his Masters Cup right now. Final last words I had, when you brought up LeBron, I had written down and meant to comment on his Instagram post where he's singing in the gym. He also is wearing like skinny. Well, he's wearing leggings. Oh he's, yeah, he's skinny, man. I don't know if this is his like out of season body weight, but he's a slim guy. He's uh, just. I just made none of that. I thought it was interesting. A Greek god. 
Yeah, he is. All right. Well, next week we meet you. you with a special episode. Um, so we hope to talk to you guys then. Thanks Peace. a lot. See ya. Peace.